citizens of the new earth welcome to another episode of this podcast with me kate alexandra your host in this episode i'm going to be discussing the beauty that we're going through right now as humanity to exit the ego realm that is involved with 3d and entering into 5d I'm going to be speaking about this particularly with regards to the coaching and entrepreneurial industries and our approach to one of our core viewpoints or perspectives as humanity, which is around money equals more money equals freedom. And actually, let's get into the root of what true freedom is so that we can make the leap continually each day in our ascension process to 5d and a new earth that exists where economics are not controlling our souls i think maybe i'll just let my voice flow on this one we are undergoing such a massive transition right now as humanity and this transition has been coming through in waves and layers and each one comes with its own subset of things that are asking to be revealed that are asking to be let go surrendered and things within us that are beginning to rise that are ancient and timeless and have always been there things such as unconditional love truth wisdom peace and on this particular round one of the massive things that is being put into the spotlight for us to let go of at the moment is everything that is based in ego so as we transition from 5d or from 3d to 5d really at the core of it if we could say what those two realities are based in the one reality is based in ego that is the 3d and 5d is based in love and all of the subsets of love, the things that surround love, that gel well with love, such as peace, such as ecstasy, such as the void as well. 5D is not without the void. Um, And enlightenment, of course, Um, ultimate rapture into union with God, ourselves, oneness with each other. I wanted to focus in on the ego side of things and some of this is going to be me processing externally which I think is part of dismantling the ego is when we are allowed to be witnessed in our process not needing to have it all figured out or um, give certainty about something the ego likes certainty The ego likes definition. Um, The ego likes to have security in external ideals. And so I'm not looking to create a space here 
with this, that is another set of external ideals for you to now achieve and to become. Because that is the very core of what I have noticed has been going on with so much of our ego-based thinking. And I have just really gotten to loosening the grip of some of my deeper ego-based thinking. And so it's very fresh on the other side to go, oh, I didn't realize how deep the roots of that paradigm ran. Now, here's the other thing I want to clear the air about is when we speak about ego, very often um, the ego will come to defend itself. And so the moment I mention ego, there can be a resistance that rises up inside of us that goes, oh yeah, (laughs) I don't have an ego. Oh yeah, that's not me. So I want us to just be aware the ways in which our ego might want to rise to defend us in a conversation about the ego. And that's not something to fight. Um, We don't need to shame our ego. Our ego has protected us in a very harsh reality. I think that's the thing about the matrix is that like produces like and we might come into this world with the idea of freedom uh, we might come into this world bearing the imprints of freedom um, only to have to build an ego to survive the harshness of the reality here on earth and so in pulling apart the ego at this point, it could only really happen at a time that we were ready and surrounded by our spirit squad, um, having enough support and certain things moving into place in the spirit realm and the quantum uh, for us to begin looking at these different aspects. I think to have done it earlier would have been very painful and possibly traumatic. So... I want you to just take a moment and thank your ego for the ways in which it has been your friend in life, your protector, and the one who's got your back. Um, I find it's much easier for me to demonstrate gratitude towards my ego than to demonize it. Demonizing it only creates more of a sense of separation within me and more reasons for me not to like myself, more reasons for me not to get along with myself, and more reasons for me to want to then disown my story. And part of this journey is really just owning our stories um, and not the story that we would like to project to the world again for safety reasons. As I mentioned, I'm going to externally process here, so it is not going to be perfect. And this is an experiment. Um, I think this is part of just where I'm at at the moment in not um, feeling the need to be perfectly polished and come to you with um, this neat suggestion box. So bear with me. Um, If it's not your style, I totally understand. I'm not even sure if it's my style. 
we will see every week is a different a different experiment so so the first place that I'd love to chat about some ego-based thinking um, is the coaching and entrepreneurship space now for me I've always seen the coaching industry as a sanctuary on earth um, and as a prototype of the new earth a place where um, people could come and express their individual gifts and be paid for it um, thus reducing the effects of slavery that you have to work for money versus get to be you and money follows what you do and I think that there is some of that that has been created but the closer that I've gotten and I've been in um you know all the different kinds of programs the certifications the um uh, build your scale and build your six-figure business um accelerators and um uh you know women's women's massive masterminds or whatever you want to call them and i and i've loved all of them they've been absolutely amazing but right at the core of it i noticed for myself it kept playing into this core fear um that more money equals more freedom and the closer i got to this and the more i was like yeah 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 exactly that's what i want right that's why we go for those six figure years that's why we go for the six figure months that's why we go for you know the not to 10k experience that has become such commonplace language because the sooner we can get to that level of monetary freedom, we assume, the sooner we will feel more free as a human being here on this earth who has been subject to slavery. This has been a slave planet. The more that my eyes open during awakening, the more I see the effects of slavery everywhere, the imbalances in our country, and I, I really don't think we can say that we are truly free. Even the countries that claim to be free have just built themselves really big cages, such as capitalism, that have been built on the core fears of mankind, which is um, uh, that we need money to survive, our core survival fears. Um, what if I go without? And so we think the more that we can pad ourselves around with this external safety, the closer we will get to feeling our God union, to feeling our ecstatic selves, to feeling like a quantum spirit being who is free. And this is ego programming. The ego is also based in fear and scarcity. It protects you um, by letting you know that fear and scarcity are right around the corner and therefore you need to do X, Y and Z for you to not face sudden destruction. And we can glamorize it, we can dress it up all the different ways we want, but still inside of so many of us is a scared human being who is afraid, afraid of what it would mean to not have on this planet 
afraid of what that would feel like because when we really consider our oneness we are one with every person on this planet who is currently suffering we have not tuned out and we are not meant to tune out of the level of suffering on this planet that has been caused by this ego paradigm that has been caused we it could go away that's the thing we could actually root out survival and suffering tomorrow should we so decide that we wanted a world based on love and every time we buy into an ego narrative we are placing emphasis on the 3d again we are making the transition for everyone to 5d a little bit harder so this led me to really deeply examine why I was doing the things that I was doing in business. Why was I building my business this way? And why did that feel like I was getting on a never-ending cycle? Now bear in mind, I've done all the things. Building with the feminine nature. Um, uh, build your business with ease and flow. Follow your bliss. All of that. But deep down inside, majority of it, when I got really honest, was me creating more beautiful paradigms, which is really wonderful, much better than slavery, to still escape my core fear of not having enough, of not being enough, my core scarcity fear. And at the same time, still buying into the idea that money equals freedom. It doesn't. We have to discover our inner freedom first. We have to know that our inner freedom is the place in which all freedom begins. And that money is literally an illusion. Money is an earth paradigm. And there are places and spaces where money does not exist and does not need to exist as the form of exchange. We have just been so deeply conditioned on this one that I think it's one of the hardest ones for us to see how much it plays into our, ne our ego narrative. And I'm not talking about the superficial, let's get rich and, you know, fly on jets and all that sort of stuff. Um, I think that there is both a positive side and a shadow side to those kinds of desires. I myself um, have been deeply acquainted with those desires and come to love the purity of them. But sometimes in loving the purity of them, I've ignored the shadow side, which has been, oh, yeah, not about greed and power. No, no, that's not it. It's still buying into the 3D is the shadow side. So I know that the very next place that we all go in this conversation is, well, then how? How do I live without money? How do I live without the need, want, or desire, depending on which plane you are playing on, for money? And honestly, I don't have a straight answer for you on that, other than to remove it from the top of the priority pile and to turn to our inner freedom to first cultivate a landscape of inner freedom. 
because once this is done, we are able to supersede the limitations of the matrix. And therefore, money simply becomes something that is passing as whatever interactions we need to have with the matrix. Um, and I would also say to look right into that moment of the conditioning of what narrative you have in your head around if you were to detach from money, how would money then show up, but also who would you be if you were to detach from money? Like a super spiritual being who doesn't need money, who doesn't need things, um, or would you be... Um, yeah, just like this enlightened, this enlightened person who sits on a mountain and is disengaged with society. I don't, that's not what 5D is. Uh, 5D is where the force of love has become so ingrained in our DNA. That's why you'll see all of the sort of um, quantum magicians, the quantum architects, um, always speaking about upgrading our DNA because it is it has been written for generations in our DNA um, for us to be programmed to have some kind of dominant relationship with money. Um, it's also been programmed for you know so long in that if someone was to revoke um, their involvement with money in the matrix and other things, um, that this would mean that they would detach completely from society. But 5D is that love has become so ingrained in our DNA that is literally shifting the way that our, our neurons work in our brain. It's shifting the way that the blood flows through our body. It's shifting how we move, how we speak, how we act, and of course, our frequency and our vibration that the decisions that we make are no longer based on, again, separation. I must do this to in order to gain. But I have totally become fullness. I have, and fullness is not the right word. I find myself using that word often, and every time I do, I'm like, that falls drastically short. But um, I have become. I am. That is where we're moving towards for all of us to be I am I am abundance I am the source I am and so therefore um, it's not a question of choosing to disengage you are fully engaged you are fully present you just have a very different idea of why certain things happen or why they come to you so we can feel the like the shift there um, in terms of the way you end up moving through the world when your ego is not trying to protect you from um, scarcity and is not in survival mode. Um, you, you can be in survival mode and be at 10k months, you can be in survival mode and be at 100k months um whatever honestly whatever i honestly feel like so long as those things are our goals we have still set money in um a place that is not a good place um we're still making it too far great of a priority and i do believe that as the coaching industry i do believe that as healers and entrepreneurs 
and the awakened ones, we get to shift this and we get to do better. Um, we get to do better for the sake of people's souls so that we stop seeding the matrix, so that we stop feeding the, um, the paradigm of money as one of our governing bodies here on earth. There is a new world that will not have money as a governing body. It's where I actually believe that there is a world that exists that we don't have money at all. Um, because everything has equalized, harmonized, come into balance, where each man is so brilliant at stewarding his own world, his gifts, his talents. It's almost like the Garden of Eden. They didn't need money there. Um, I think that's a good example, just in terms of like an earth example. But again, if we think of heaven, if we think of the eternal realms, um, there's no trade exchange there um, because no exchange is needed to take place because there is no separation. There is just oneness. And so I think if we set our sights to a place where each man has, as I was saying, tended his and stewarded his, his realm so well, his gifts, his talents, the way that he takes responsibility for the earth, that we don't need money because we don't need it as a security guarantee that we will have enough because we already have more than enough because we're already harmonized to our divine purpose. And I believe that we can begin to make those tweaks in our life now um, in a way that um, will transcend this current reality and as a result our lives become the embodiment of abolishing slavery on this planet i love you thank you for letting me externally process i do feel like that was the topic that needed to be processed for today um thank you and until we connect again